word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. The words of the day. Since we haven't changed that imaging. Words of the day. The first word of the day is wellspring. It's a noun, meaning a source or supply of anything, especially when considered inexhaustible. Wellspring. Spelt like a well and a spring, which would make me think of two well things. Wellspring. That there's a lot of. Yes. Thank you. Uh, Flan, your word of the day, unofficially brought to you by UrbanDictionary.com. A little bit of a United Kingdom slang here, so I want you to Ooh. say this in your best accent, too. Rate. Rate is slang by UK people or roadmen to mean, like, does that register with you? No. To mean, like. The way I ended that, I kind of ended it like I cut off the sentence, but that was the end of the sentence. So, like, if you say that you rate something, you like it. Okay. Like, I, I really rate that. That's what that's what your word of the day is. I like it. Which, it works perfect, because we have a great show today. Uh, it's March Madness time, if you haven't noticed. There's first four games going on right now. We got Arizona State, St. John's going on. We're not going to go play-by-play with that, because it'll be old news by the time you're hearing this. But we do have brackets. Lots and lots of brackets. Lots of brackets. So many brackets around here, actually. So Flan and I will give you our best guesses because that's, you know, well, we'll just highlight games that we find the most interesting and who we think we have winning those games. And then as a show, we're collectively going to try and predict these first two rounds. And then we'll check back in next Wednesday. Because Sunday, there'll be other stuff to talk about, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, so we got brackets, brackets, brackets. Then we've got stat of the day. Uh, Tim's going to talk about some recent baseball contracts that are just getting absolutely ridiculous. Flan, Don't, would you not? Would you agree? Uh, yeah. They're getting a little. <laughs> they're getting a little far out there. And then we've got winners and losers and the pop culture update because some good stuff's happening out there in the world. So you ready to go? Yes. Let's get it on. Welcome to the Cohort Sports Report. Gas bags of fun facts. 
show by regular Joes for regular Joes. Sponsorship free because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. Hmm. My name is Jeff Woodworth. I'm joined in the garage with my friend and co-host, Brendan Flanagan. Hello. Important to remember that order. What? I said friend, then co-host. Oh, and then appreciate I did, that. Then I appreciate chest, that. Very pound. confused there for a second. Yeah, okay. Um, dude, so not going to lie. Probably the best week or one of the best weeks on the sporting calendar when you think about it. Because not only is there just basketball on all the time, which I love, but there's college games on, which really don't mean, don't tend to mean anything until this time, you know, like for what it's worth, nobody watches them anyway, but you get uh, conference tournaments that have been going on since the weekend. You get this little two day break real quick and then or not even two days. And then you get the first four, which these games largely irrelevant, but it's still compelling and something to watch because you know that there's something on the line for these teams. And then it's just the first week or the first round of the the basketball tournament, Thursday, Friday, so many games on, and then you get the second round, Saturday, Sunday, still so many games, and then you get a little bit of break, you know, during the week, and then it kicks back up on Thursday, Friday. Just the three weeks of college basketball we're going to get right now, just, oh, <laughs> I'll take it all day. Injecting my veins. Are you not as, as stoked as I am? Yeah, I'm at work, which kind of sucks, so. Can't stream it on a computer? Nah, not, actually, I don't even have, I don't even know how to do that. You just, uh, like, you get a streaming service. Like, if you have, what's your cable provider? Uh, it's AT&T, but I don't know the password or username or any of that. Got to get that from the parentals. Uh, I could always hook it up with the Comcast one for you. Oh. Uh, just, that's I got the, an HBO one from the handling. Just appreciate it. I get that. Family. I get that for AT&T. That's got for the phones. I, oh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so... I, the plus side to working at the radio station is four TV screens in there. So one just has to stay on CNN. One has to stay on Fox News. The other two are up for grabs. I'm thinking a solid combo of TNT and True TV, if you catch mm, my drift there. Feel it, feel that it, way I get the, at least, you know, four channels of just basketball on all the time. I can't, I, I love it. Okay, <laughs> uh, let's get started with the brackets. First round matchups. What catches your eye here? Um, Looking at your bracket, I have my own bracket, and then we will try and predict the uh, the first two rounds. The one game, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see just because I've heard a lot about it was the Murray State-Marquette games. I've heard, I don't know what the player's name is, but there's a player on there. That's, John Morant? Yeah, he's supposed to be the second-best player in the country. Um, he's, I, dude, I was not sold on them until I heard a stat the other day because this is right around the time where you get just force-fed a bunch of stats and then you feel like you, you can predict the, the bracket correctly, a la me. Mm-hmm. But I uh, saw a stat. John Morant averages around, I believe, 25 points a game, and then he, he's, he's averaging 10 assists as well. So he's one of the fir- he's, uh, first time in a long time in college basketball that's ever happened where we've had a player average 20 points and 10 assists. So he's literally responsible for... All of his team's points, when you think about it. you get. They, I think they're averaging somewhere around 60 points. If he's going out and getting 25 and then an assist is minimum two points, sometimes you're hooking him up with a three. That's 50 points that he's responsible for. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That, yeah, totally. And then uh, that, I'm interested in that game a lot. Um, that's tomorrow at 430, so maybe I'll catch the second half of that game. But uh, that one, um, i like to see the – the one team I've just been I've been shocked by it. I don't know why. I just never think they're ever good at basketball. When they ever when they are good at basketball, it just like blows my mind is LSU. Ugh. 
Anytime like an LSU, anytime a, a, a school that's like powerhouse in football and it's good at basketball for some reason just blows my mind. It's not even that they're that great at basketball. They just had a stellar year. I know, this but just, year. anytime, anytime like if Alabama ever comes out in the top twenty-five, I'm like, what? In look, the world? look, LSU's best college basketball seasons have been their years with Shaq. Uh, and then you had to wait until Ben Simmons, and they then even, you gained some relevancy. The, they even make the March Madness to Ben Simmons. Exactly, but they were still they were still hyped up about and still put on television, and people got to see him, and they got the exposure. And now they've got this uh, recruiting scandal. So you know, I'm just saying, uh, I didn't watch very much of Yale at all. In fact, I only watched their uh, Ivy League tournament games. So, but from what I saw on the Ross or what I saw on TV, and what I've heard from other uh, college basketball guys is that Yale's one of those teams that's sneaky good. They got a lot of uh, a lot of seniors on that team, so I think that not that I, that means anything. Whenever people start hyping up some low seed, they usually just get blown out by whatever team they're playing. I think Belmont beats Maryland. I think Yale beats LSU, and then you get a Yale Belmont in round two, kind of a dud game because it's two teams that aren't supposed to be there, and uh, I think it could be a real shitty game. But then Yale comes through. But then I have Michigan State I, coming out of there. So I got every 12 seed being the five except for New Mexico over Auburn. I have Auburn being New Mexico. Okay, so in the East, who do you have? Who do you have in the Elite Eight matchup in the East? I got Duke, Michigan State. Okay, so do I. It's just a matter of I have I have a bunch of so I have Liberty upsetting Michi- uh, Mississippi State. I got that one. Okay, Belmont over Maryland. Uh no. Who you got in the Louisville Minnesota? Louisville. Yeah, same here. Okay, uh, on to the West. My do you want my do you want my sweet sweet sixteen or my elite eight? Uh no. Who do you got in the well? I want to see. Do you have an upset in the first round in the uh in the West? Just the I mean, there's the eight nine. Actually, got Q, uh, the Syracuse. Does that even really count? Yeah, no. I'm not sure what to make of Baylor. I can't tell if they're a good basketball team or not. And I've seen them play a couple times this year. I saw them um, once in person. I got Florida all. beating Nevada, and I yep. got Murray State over Marquette for a upset. I got Florida beating Nevada. I got. Uh, Murray State, yeah, I'm, I'm with you right there, too. It just seems like whenever those small schools have a really good player, they just kind of rally around them. They always have some kind of magic, it seems like. Marquette, glowing statistic about Marquette, one and six in their last seven games. That includes the tournament, so not... not Michigan, by the way, Michigan has, has not won three straight games since December. Well, I have Michigan beating Florida. It kills me. I wanna, I wanna say the Florida gets it done, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. This it just seems so perfect of a time for Michigan to turn it on. I'm so, interested. Who's in your, who's in your elite eight for that one? Elite eight. I got Gonzaga, Michigan. I got a uh, Florida State, Texas. I Tech. can't believe you're going against your boys. Your boys. Florida State. I, I, I was watching them play uh, Duke, and they are tall. MFs. Yes. And the only way Gonzaga can beat them is they shoot the three. Lengthy team. Which they can do, but every time, I mean, what, Gonzaga's only faced, like, Florida State competition three times. But they beat Duke. They beat a healthy Duke. They it lost, was a very they young lost Duke, Tennessee but they beat and Duke. got kind of manhandled by UNC. Who? Gonzaga. Yeah, but they beat Duke. Uh, they also beat Duke after a back-to-back on a Maui tournament. Yeah, that's, I know. It was early in the year, so that's the only knock on so, it. So, I mean, I mean, I don't know how much you put on that one. But um, I take I have Florida State, Texas Tech in my Elite Eight there. Wow. Wow. You have Texas – so Texas Tech beaten – you have them beaten Buffalo, which I do Both not Both teams are actually really – Texas Tech is an insanely good and defense. And then do you have Florida getting to the Sweet 16 or Michigan getting to the Sweet 16? I got Michigan. 
Okay, so it's Michigan, Texas Tech, and Texas Tech beats Michigan for you. Mm-hmm. And Zags, Florida State. Wow. Okay. I have no. I have Gonzaga in my so so far. I have Michigan State, Gonzaga in the Final Four. Gotcha. Out of the East and West. Okay. I got Duke, Florida State. Okay, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> then we go over to the Midwest. We're going counterclockwise. Uh, so who, what uh, upset, a possible upset in the first round? Do you have one? I uh, do not. Just Seton Hall. I have no, no. Wofford? No, they got that kid. Uh, I don't know his name, but he's all time. He's about to be the all time leading three point mate. Or white guy. Shot score. Yeah. Short, yeah, short no, little white not guy. Gonna help. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you make no difference whatsoever. You will be. Yeah. That, you will the be one handled. thing I'm surprised by is Houston. Is Houston really that good? I can't tell. No, I don't know. Is, is the American Athletic Conference a good, uh, a good, I had this. I had this one Sweet Sixteen and losing to Kentucky. I don't know how to. I don't even know how to look at that as a football conference. Yeah. I don't know how to look at it as a basketball conference. Yeah. But I still have them winning, um, off of nothing. So I guess the one upset that I do have happens in round two because I have Auburn beating Kansas. Kansas has been too inconsistent. I, got I think that. this is one of Bill Self's worst, uh, worst teams that he's got. So yeah, UNC versus Utah State. It's pretty much straightforward the whole way through. Except you say Seton Hall, I say Wofford. And then I got Kentucky-Houston, Sweet 16. Kentucky wins that game. I got UNC-Auburn. UNC wins that. I got UNC going to the Final Four out of this. Yeah, I do too. I got UNC-Kentucky in the lead eight, then UNC going on. Okay, so we're pretty much on the same page there. Uh, and then now the final final region, the South. So Virginia, uh, Gardner-Webb. So I, that one is a no-brainer. I'm taking Virginia. I know what happened last year, but that was last year. All right, And I know that people are going to be quick to sell the stock on Virginia, but don't. That's just silly. Don't, don't do think it. So? No, I think it's a very capable team. They play very good defense, and I don't know if Gardner Webb's going to be good enough. Like, unless Gardner Webb's immaculate from three. Thirty and three the last two years in the ACC. Yeah, that, that that counts for something. Thirty and three, man. They they hang their hat on playing defense. This isn't a team that scores seventy points a game. They score fifty and hold you to forty. You know, I think they got something to say too after last year, and a lot of them are—they don't have a lot of freshmen on the team. It's a lot of sophomores, juniors, seniors. Huge chip on the shoulder so with the nice big ruffles. I like that a lot. I have them. I have them going to the final four. Oh wow! Okay, just jump in the ship the entire. Okay, I was gonna say, do you have any upsets in the fir- in the first round of this one? Uh, Oregon over Wisconsin. That's it. And St. Mary's over Villanova. Wow. Okay, you're tripping. Uh, and St. Mary's has been a terrible bet for me this entire <laughs> this entire postseason run here. WCC tournament, they messed up many a parlays. Um, so it's personal. I got Villanova beating them there. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid with this UC Irvine team. Only team in the tournament with 30 wins. Only team. And granted, competition might have not been uh, the best possible around. But come on, 30 wins? You got, that's saying something right there. So I got, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid all the way to the Elite Eight with UC Irvine. I have Irvine beating Virginia <sighs> in the Sweet 16. Uh, I will rue that later, but right what now... What do you know pick, about UC Irvine? Right now, that pick feels so great. You were buried in your phone. I was just telling you, only team in this entire bracket that's got 30 wins. I'm saying it might not have been against the best competition, but 30 wins overall, that's got to say something, right? I wouldn't be surprised if they got experienced guard play, which is like pretty much what you oh, need. I can't wait and for a, that. a decent big man. Maybe they can fake it through ha- halfway through this tournament with a nice oh. zone. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but yeah, I got them beaten Virginia. Don't they have that seven foot ten center? Or is that or is that like that's UCF Taco Fall? He's like seven foot six. I'm pretty sure. Oh, maybe it was some other. Actually, scene. he's only like seven two, but yeah. still, he's ridiculously tall. Just unnecessary tall. F U tall. But yeah, UC Irvine over Virginia in the Sweet Sixteen, and then I have them losing in the Elite Eight to Tennessee. 
Uh, I don't, yeah, no upset, no real upsets there in that bracket. How far do you have St. Mary's going? Just second round. Oh, then losing to Purdue? Yeah. Okay. Well, I have Villanova advancing the Sweet 16 there, but you have Tennessee and who? Virginia? Yeah, Tennessee, Virginia. And then you have Virginia? And then, uh, yeah. Okay, interesting. Who's oh. in your final? That's that's my final fours. Michigan State would play Gonzaga, and Tennessee would play UNC, and then I have Gonzaga, UNZ, UN, UNZ, UNC in the final, and I have UNC cutting down the nets. I got uh, Duke, Florida State, Virginia, UNC, and I got the rematch for the fourth time, Duke, UNC in the wow. final. Who wins? Duke. No. Okay. You got to you got to ride that uh, Zion train, man. I, th- I think just <laughs> he he rides in big moments, and this is his biggest moment. We'll see who he does. But All right, I have, Flan, I have confidence. We're gonna spitball this. This that's our that's our own brackets. We can we we got to non biasedly right. So turn your bracket over. I don't even want you to remember the picks that you made. Okay, this is we're just gonna fire off at the hip here, and we gotta agree. Otherwise, we gotta fight. Uh, this is our bracket, just a show bracket off the cuff. And we're going to try and predict not only the round two, not only who advances to round two, but then who advances to the Sweet 16. Because remember, two rounds are being played before. And we'll, we'll know by Sunday, but we won't remember. We won't look at this until next Wednesday. Okay? But here we go. Let's see how many. We can. Actually, Why don't we just do our own see who has a better one? No, that's what I'm saying. We'll just, do, we'll just fire off the hip right now together. We don't worry about this, and we'll see how many. Well, how we, we already have this. Why don't we just use this? Because I was gonna go with the. Different uh, you want to do like a combined one? Yeah, I was thinking maybe there's some maybe there's some convincing that could be done there. <laughs> okay, okay. As the gears are spinning, man. I'm just com- just coming up with an idea for another bracket. I'm in the mood to make brackets. That's what happens this time of year. Uh, so yes, predicting just this first weekend, and we'll bring it up on Sunday if we're super right, and if we're super wrong, then we don't we we won't bring it up until next Wednesday. But yeah, Duke, I think we can punch them through. And then were you VCU or UCF? UCF. Mm, see, I think VCU. This is going to take a long time because I'm saying UCF. <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm standing firm on UCF. Okay, I'll, I'll bow on UCF. Liberty, Mississippi State. Liberty. Liberty, okay. See, I'm a, I, I could be persuaded for the sake of this bracket, but Virginia Tech, St. Louis. Virginia Tech. I was going to say, okay, don't be smoking no crack on me. Maryland Belmont. Now, well, what if we're doing? I don't know what's the point of this. And then are you rem- are you recalling I, all your picks? Yeah, aren't oh, you? See, no, the point <laughs> was to completely wipe this away. You can't wipe that away. Okay, it's well, literally the same bracket I filled out on ESPN.com. Oh, how many did you fill out there? Just one. Oh, Those just the, the same one. exact. See, dude, thing. you got to fill out multiple brackets with the possibility that there's an upset <laughs> in a game that you thought for sure was for certainly going to happen. You're really trying to get that Warren Buffett billion dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all about it with the the tournament. Okay, so yes, apologies to the listeners for that last three minutes right there because that will not get edited out. It's a long day for both of us. What time did you get up this morning? Uh, 6.30. All right. Beat you by two and a half hours. You want to know what I was doing by 6.30? What was were you doing by 6.30? As at work. Oh, good for you. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's fun. Okay. Um, so, that yeah, that's our brackets. Um, we'll have – ooh, I should text Mateo and tell him to fill out a bracket and send it to me so that way he's ready to go by Sundays. Because I don't want – you know what's going to happen is you're going to also run into a lot of people who say – Oh, you know, I totally had this, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, did you fill out the bracket? Then no, you can't say that you totally had that. But nice. Okay. I think what I think I figured out, I've now workshopped in my mind 
from over that past whatever awful three minutes that we've had, um, that on Sunday we'll still keep our original brackets to see who got the most overall picks correct in the tournament. But I'm a week a- I'm I'm a week ahead of my idea. We gotta wait till Sunday, and then we'll pick from the Sweet 16 who makes it to the Se- to right. the Elite Eight. Sounds good. And then that'll be totally unrelated to the picks that we made because we'll make sure to do it before we look at our brackets. Sounds good to me. There you go. Very smart. Now we just have to remember that. Much smarter. Okay. Think take workshop all over. Uh, Now it is time for Tim Brown's stat of the day. And we welcome in friend of the show, statistician, uh, if you will, statistician historian with, with, with the route you've been going. Tim Brown. Tim, how's it going? Pretty dang dang good. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Flan, you doing good? I'm doing good. Flan, you're doing good. I'm Always doing good, good, Tim. You're doing good. All right. Uh, let's hear the stat of the day. You want to do a historical one, just since you brought that up? Yeah. All right. Ready to <laughs> In learn. In 1917, Ernie Shore once threw a quote-unquote perfect game with 27 straight outs without allowing a base runner. But he's only uh, credited for a combined no-hitter because... Starter Babe Ruth was ejected after walking the first batter and punching the first base umpire. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That's actually like the one of the most ridiculous technicalities ever. <laughs> I love it. So Babe Ruth walked the first batter, got pissed, socked the first base umpire, and then got ejected. And this guy stepped in and then proceeded to throw a perfect game after. Yeah. All right. Yep. I like that. 1917. What a hell of a a hell of a year to be alive. Yeah, a hell of a time to be alive, right baby. Before the Roaring Twenties, everybody was. I, that was before Prohibition. Too. I was gonna say, right? All that stuff was still legal. Watch me drink and smoke and cuss and. Enjoy. Watch my yeah. crowd get paid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. Interesting transition there. So I do want to bring up. There is a, a a stupid amount of money that's going on in baseball right now. Uh, Mike Trout signs a what twelve year four hundred and thirty million dollar contract. You had yep. um what's the Jimenez out in the White Sox prospect. He just signed an eight year deal for what forty three a year. So wait, the prospect did? Yeah, so he's mm-hmm. getting that puts him at about what three forty three fifty. Uh, mm-hmm. and and then you had Alex Bregman sign a hundred million dollar extension. Um, Tim, I'm gonna float a theory out here and Quiet, then, quietly, quietly. You did not hear about this, but I think it was last season or earlier this offseason, Mookie Betts rejected an eight-year, $200 million deal with Boston. Yeah, he said he'd be fine. He made that announcement uh, where he said he'd be fine with testing his value out in free agency. Oh, yeah, but I just want to throw that in there. That quietly, uh, he declined that contract. Quietly, wink, wink, and then put it on blast. Um, <laughs> so I, I just I have this theory with Trout. And I thought about it uh, when the announcement – I didn't think about it initially when the announcement was made. I was just like, wow, that's a lot of money for him, but he deserves it. He's the best pay- player in baseball. And then I started to think about that. I said, if he's the best player in baseball, is this the Angels' mad dash desperate attempt to make sure that Mike Trout doesn't go anywhere, which is probably part of the reason. But then the other part of the reason is, is this also uh, – the market kind of setting itself in Major League Baseball because we saw these contracts getting so ridiculous that if Mike Trout is hands down the best player in baseball, then 12 years, $430 million is where the line is drawn because who else deserves money like that? You have to be one hell of a prospect. Mm -hmm. And and he is historically 
I think a lot of people will say that he is historically the best player in baseball history. With his uh, which is war. A shock. Yeah, with his war, with his production, I want to say. The only person that's outproduced him through their 26-year-old year, which he's 27 this year, is Frank Thomas. Mm-hmm. He, he's basically, he's basically the, what, Barry Bonds before roids. Yeah, he, he outproduced Barry Bonds through his 26 yeah. season. Yeah. I want to say his war is, I, I thought I said it one time on the show, I could forget, but I want to say he's top 100 all-time in war. He's, like I said, he's just, he, people are saying that he is historically the best baseball player. I'm not going to go on a limb and say that yet. He is possibly and probably one of the best. He'll probably be the best outfielder that we see in our lifetimes, and that's lumping in a lot of good outfielders. That's just that's a that's a Hall of Fame worthy statement. That's a goat worthy statement right there. If he's going to be the best outfielder that we've ever seen, and then it's just unfortunate that hopefully the Angels can put a winning product around him uh, because they've Ugh. just been so inept for so long. That'd be so bad. They just waste his prime years. Hey, well, at least he got paid though. You figure they got him for twelve years <clears> now. They have Otani for another. However, I can't remember what his initial. Otani attracts more attention than Trout too. Is like he's a better, he's an easy, easier sell to the mass public than Mike Trout, and yet Mike Trout is known by everybody in baseball as the better player. It's just absolutely insane because he's literally a, just a punch in, punch out kind of guy. Just yep. show up, quiet guy. Show up, do my work, go home. Yep. Oh, and he got so much money, man. So he deserves it. You no, know, he does. He does. Hardworking player. Plays the game the right way. Has never gotten popped for PEDs or nothing. Um, so I, I have no problem with it. Uh, what Just I, under a hundred grand a day for can, the next 12 years. Can you tell me um, what, what's up with this uh, White Sox prospect? Have you heard anything about him? Or is this just was this a deal that people could have seen coming? Or is this just something that's kind of as blindsided hit me as it would the rest of the sporting world? He was going to get a deal. Uh, of this caliber at some point in his career. He, I want to say that he won the uh, uh, MVP last year in the Futures game. Huh. <clears throat> He's that guy, if, I don't know if you paid attention, but he made that catch over the rail at Petco. And he's had a couple of former White Sox players say that he is a freaking good, good player. Uh, both Carlos Pena and Jim Tomey have been on record saying that he hits the ball hard. Okay. With a capital H A, hard, hard, hard. All right. Well, um, it just has he played how many? And he hasn't played a single game in the majors nope. yet. Nope. That's insane. I think that's breaked the triple A, breaked in double A. So that's the craziest. That's nuts. Part, that's the craziest part about this. And he started out in double A, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. What if after all this money gets thrown out, Kyler Murray, after he gets picked number one overall, just decides to go to the baseball Ooh, conspiracy route. theory. What do you think, Tim? Good question. Have you, have you guys seen those posts? of? Like, yeah, I saw them all over Twitter uh, yesterday morning. Oh, my goodness. I've been laughing my ass off about that. Jeff, have you seen these? The one where they superimpose Kyler Murray, or they like Kyler Murray, NFL, and then he's looking back on the MLB money or something like there's that. There's that one. There's also one. Uh, the one I saw was funny. It was like it was like uh, I think it was Travis Scott. There's a there's a video of him like getting really confused, like scratching his head, and it's like Kyler Murray when he when he's like in the NFL and sees all this money getting thrown oh. out at baseball <laughs> players. <laughs> well, he had, he, the thing was so stupid. Like he, somebody asked Kyler Murray at the combine the day before the combine about the whole money thing. So well, Aaron Rodgers is going to pay a certain amount of money. Like he's he spent like a hundred and something million dollars. And he's like, well, not all that's guaranteed, buddy. <laughs> that's Trout's getting four hundred thirty million guaranteed. 
that's the thing with baseball is that the money that you see is guaranteed money. These yeah. are guaranteed contracts. It's not like Rogers began two hundred fifty million, but about hundred of it's guaranteed. Yeah, exactly. And it, the other part of it's like, oh well, if you throw fifty touchdown passes, you can make an extra however much for your incentive. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy. Speaking of that, just to throw it in the real fast, I'm a big fan of the million dollar Grand Pirates winner for the home run derby. Oh yeah, it's home run. What? The uh, the home run derby. They're gonna be offering a million dollar incentive for whoever wins it. Ooh. Incentivizing it. Mm-hmm. Why do they do the in. same thing with the dunk contest? <laughs> you get some serious athletes into that one. Because uh, the dunk oh, contest you know is on its course, man. I think. Well, I think you could have a bounce back if you put some incentive, like some big incentive into it. Make him dunk on a twelve foot hoop. That don't know if that'll attract it, but. Boy, Howard did that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he did it once. He brought out his own hoop. I watched. I'm just saying. Problem solved. Um. Okay. No. Go ahead. Fast, I just Good thing for Flynn, you just saved my ass right there with that comment because I just had a million dollar idea. What? You know how you guys were coming up with certain things to do during the All Star break for MLB that would be different than the Home Run Derby? Oh, yes, my favorite topic. Dunk tank. Mm, pitching competition dunk tank? Yeah, okay. Pitching dump, and then a bigger one for outfield throws. <laughs> Ooh, that would be a good one. That'd be a great. That'd be great to mix in with the uh, the cannon contest. You know, the outfield assists. I yeah. like this. This idea has legs. How hard can you throw it? And then you have a certain, you have one of those uh, G-Force readers. That, remember they used to come on the chicken boxes to show that the chickens didn't uh, explode and transmit. Anyway. You, you're kind of losing you, me. Well, you worked in the meat department with me, so I thought you'd remember. But uh, you have a G-Force meter to see how hard the force is it actually hits from the baseball on the target. And then winner of that gets something else, too. Hmm. Or what about what, you do, what, if, what, what if you do like like a like a like a uh, like a web gem thing, but you just put some style into it, like doing like a, a backflip or something to catch <laughs> yeah, a ball? Yeah, come into <laughs> sliding. In <laughs> <laughs> one web gems. No. Okay. Or how somebody like throw the ball and they have to catch they catch it with their hat and like. I do just want to propose to that on my all-time bad idea list might be bunt a, and drill, the bunt, a, a the bunt pickle contest. competition. Oh, that was. He didn't like the trash. pickle competition. I'm trash. gonna put the web gem. Uh, Competition right up there, right next to the pickle competition. Well, is way better than the pickle competition. I'm just saying, I've contributed to this idea tenfold. I have led the charge on this, and I'm happy. Pickle that we're all is pickle is what you play when you're eight years old and you're just bored at a or practice. Your wanna, or your coaches want to make you. Yeah, or you're or you're just like a high school or you're a high school team that's really bad at fundamentals and you just, you makes you play it. Let's watch a pepper competition too while we're at it. Let's just get it going. That that's not as bad, but the the pickle one is pretty bad. That's atrocious, Jeff. That's pretty bad. <laughs> hey, all I'm saying is that I've been the one that's been exploring ideas here, and I'm glad that the idea has, uh, the idea making has finally expanded past me. You know, got others on board. So your pickle competition is the equivalent of Sean Marion's jump shot. Okay. I hope I got the right player on that one. <laughs> I was gonna say reference <laughs> went over my head. All right, uh, let's talk about the A's and Mariners uh, opening series in japan so regular season baseball going on in japan right now but then when they come back they have to play a week of spring training which i think is stupid but uh did you see any of the game because they've been they've yes. been yeah you stayed up till or you woke up at 2 30 in the morning i'm up at 4 30 every morning for work anyway so Ooh, okay I, yeah. it was, I was like oh i could watch actual baseball this is great uh domingo santana bat flip of the year 
first game of the season. I believe I saw that highlight, yes. I was thinking to myself while I was watching this highlight, though, I was like, ESPN's got to be so uh, regretting picking up the rights to this game. I'm sure they were only showing – I'm sure they were showing it on ESPN, too. But still, like nah. – it was on It was on regular ESPN? It was ESPN. on ESPN. It was on ESPN. What'd they friend. do with Get Up, then? They moved that <laughs> to ESPN, too? Probably, or ESPN. Isn't is, ES, that's, be, that's before uh, First Take, isn't it? Yeah. Get Up. It goes Get Up, First Take, and then uh, I don't know what goes on with the rest of the programming there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Sports like Center? outside the lines or something like that, <laughs> so – yeah, pass on Perfect. that. Um, okay, so, yeah, what do you think about that series out there in Japan, aside from the I bat like flip? It. They've been doing it for uh, a few seasons now, and I think it's a good way to start baseball. There's been a bunch of Japanese imports that have just done, <clears throat> sorry, great things for the game, but the game itself was a good game, 9-7 final. Oakland, ah, man. I hope they do well. I'm not an Oakland fan, but it's always good for baseball and for the Bay Area when they do well. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm not. I just heard somewhere they might be doing one in India. Oof. I thought that'd be a little bit of stretch. Ridiculous. That'd be trash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, did you transform a cricket field into a diamond? You could. Why not? I, I, I get. I get the appeal because of Ichiro being on the Mariners, but he only had one at bat. So it's like really at that point, like he better be playing in these next two games. Otherwise, what the hell was that for? Aside from expanding the global brand, but like go play this game at like in Hawaii or something like that. Like do it somewhere that's still the United States, but it could be a different time zone, not one that's going to jack these guys up for the next week. I wouldn't be surprised if Seattle and Oakland come stumbling out of the gate because of something like this. Jeff, you're just comparing the Japanese and United States playing something in Hawaii. I don't know how that's going to work out. That's true. I didn't really Historically, think Historically, that, that does not work <laughs> out very well. <laughs> that doesn't mix. But we're on a, it's a new day. It's a new day. Who knows? It could have... Could have been you never either. know what will happen. All I'm saying is that, no, it wouldn't have been the Japanese playing in Hawaii. It would have been at the A's and the Mariners playing in Hawaii. Those fans would have came over to watch Ichiro. So this is like his Kobe Bryant farewell, farewell tour, from what I understand. So we're just but doing it worldwide. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. He's like the second greatest. Well, he's probably the best Japanese import, but probably the second most well-known in Japan. I don't care who comes out of this series, if they sweep it or if they come out 2-1 and one or 1-2. One and two. Uh, you know, or or you come out zero and three. You you are not two gonna have. Series. You are not. Oh, it's only a two game series. Never mind then. Sure so, it's only a two game series. Well, then that's even. It makes it even dumber then that they're doing this over no, there. It doesn't. But come on. For two games. For two games. I wouldn't be surprised if either if either one of these or both of them start out like one in one in nine on the season or something like that. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be a fun first stretch of the season for these teams. That's my that's my hot take. Oakland's on track to lose 162 games this year, so. <laughs> Not looking we'll too see good. what happens. All right, uh, so covered the baseball thing. Now, how do you want to do this? Now, do you want to run down through the entire tournament? Uh, sure. I've since come a long way since that Befund League. That was about 15 minutes ago with that idea. Um, yep. So Here's we're gonna, my picks. Okay, go. so we're going off-the-cuff picks. Duke versus whatever 16 Duke. seed. Okay, very simple. Flan, keep track of this. VCU, UCF. <laughs> Hey, what is it? Shit. VCU, UCF. UCF. I don't even know who VCU is. Virginia Commonwealth University. Shaka yeah, okay, Smart. UCF. Texas head coach used to coach. Out of Richmond. Uh, yes, Richmond, Virginia. Mississippi State, Liberty. That's a 5v12. Mississippi State. Ooh, okay. We don't agree. All right. Uh, Virginia Tech, St. Louis. Virginia Tech. Mm, good pick. Maryland, Belmont. I'm going with Belmont. I hate the Terps. Yeah. In everything. <laughs> 
spoken like a true Miami guy. All right, LSU, Yale. That's a 3v14. LSU, Yale? Yeah. I'm going to go with Yale because that wicked smart. Yeah, wicked smart. All right, Louisville, Minnesota. The Battle Louisville. of Patinos. Okay. Well, not anymore. RIP. What was? What was once? Uh, Michigan State, Bradley. 2v15. State. Michigan State. Okay. Now we're going to go Sweet 16. We're just going to go this. That was. This is the East region. Not that that means anything to you, but Duke, UCF. Duke. Okay. Mississippi State, Virginia Tech. Mississippi State. Belmont, Yale. Yale. And Louisville, Michigan State. Michigan State. Michigan State, Yale. Michigan State. Duke, Mississippi State. Duke. Duke, Michigan State. Michigan State. Yeah, I agree with you. All right, so so far we got Michigan State in the final four. All right, and then uh, now in the west, Gonzaga, Fairleigh Dickinson. Zag. Okay, and then Syracuse, Baylor. Syracuse. And Marquette, Murray State. Ooh, Murray State. Yeah, we agree with you on that one, too. Florida State, Vermont. Vermont. You already know where I'm going. You know why. Yeah, again, spoken like a true Miami guy. All right, uh, Buffalo versus whoever wins this game that's on TV right now. Buffalo. Okay, and then you got Texas Tech versus Northern Kentucky. Texas Tech. And Nevada, Florida. Nevada. Hmm, okay. Sorry, dude, I just wanted to do the Wolf Pack thing. Michigan versus Montana. Michigan. Michigan versus Nevada. Michigan versus Nevada. Yeah, that's who you have in the uh, Sweet Six or in the, in the second round to advance to the Sweet Sixteen. Oh shit, Nevada. Nevada over Michigan. Interesting pick there. Uh, Buffalo, Texas Tech. Buffalo. Buffalo. Uh, Michigan. Or I mean, Mar- uh, Murray State, Vermont. Murray State. Mm, okay, interesting. Uh, Gonzaga, Syracuse. Gonzaga. <laughs> Gonzaga, Murray State. Oh, man, I hate that I'm going to say this, but Gonzaga, even though I want Murray State. Don't worry. I'm right there with you with the Gonzaga pig. Uh, Buffalo, Nevada. Buffalo. Really interesting. I thought for sure you were about to go Buffalo there. I mean, Nevada there. Uh, Buffalo versus Gonzaga. Oh, this is where Buffalo's run ends. Gonzaga. So, so far in the, uh, you have Michigan State coming out of the east, Gonzaga coming out of the west, and they will meet in the final four. All right, let's move on. Gonzaga will win. Oh, wow. Okay, so you're just going to go with that all the way. Yeah, uh, is that bad? <laughs> no, no, no. That's fine. All right, let's start up in the south. Round one, Virginia versus Gardner-Webb. Virginia. Okay. And then Ole Miss, Oklahoma. Um, uh, Oklahoma. That doesn't sound like it was very off the cuff right there. I, was, I thought it was, like, well thought out. All right. No, uh, I don't know either of those teams. I'm just going with them. <laughs> People of who I know that root for Oklahoma. Wisconsin, Oregon. Wisconsin. Okay. Kansas State, UC Irvine. Think long and hard about that. Actually, don't. This is off the cuff. So go, go, go. Quick, tell me. <laughs> UC Irvine. There you go. All right. And then Villanova, St. Mary's. Really? Nova. Okay. St. Mary's, this is a stat that I'm going to spoil. St. Mary's has gone, has not won a single game in the tournament since 2001. Good. Who? St. Mary's. Oh, I'm that is St. not true. I'm thinking St. John's. St. like the Sweet oh, 16. Oh, you're talking about St. John's that's playing right now? With that yeah, big-ass Australian. Okay. He, he admitted he's wrong. Relax, okay? Relax. I'm sorry. We don't I'm like sorry. him anyway because they ruin bets. They ruin parlays. All right. Uh, Purdue, Old Dominion. Purdue. Well, Purdue. All right. Uh, Cincinnati, Iowa. Cincinnati. Okay. And then Tennessee, Colgate. <laughs> Tennessee. Okay. Tennessee, Cincinnati. Tennessee. 
Did you see the meme uh, where yeah, I think it was on sports jokes on Instagram and there's a picture of Tennessee fans and they're looking at each other and the speech bubbles just said, we playing toothpaste. <laughs> 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 I thought it was pretty good. All right. Uh, Villanova, Purdue. Villanova. All right. Villanova, Tennessee. Tennessee. All right. So Tennessee is in the elite eight. Let's get to the top half of that bracket. Virginia, Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, I don't know how much Virginia's got. I think I have them going to the Sweet 16. That's it. Wisconsin, UC Irvine. UC Irvine. Yeah. Riding, Flynn. He's got it. He's got the right idea. All right. Uh, UC Irvine, Oklahoma. UC Irvine. Yeah. Oh, my. How ridiculous is it about to get? UC Irvine, Tennessee. Tennessee. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I have the same thing right there with you. I just wanted to see how far Tennessee – I mean, how far Irvine could go. Only team in college basketball with 30 wins. That's got to mean something, even if you are playing in the Big West against UCSB and, and, UC, Santa, and UC Santa Cruz and yeah, UC Davis. <laughs> I think Sac State, too. All right. Uh, <laughs> Midwest, Midwest region. North Carolina, Iona. This one's for North Carolina. Okay. Utah State, Washington. Utah State. Yeah, they're sneaky good, man. They took out Nevada in the um, Mountain West tournament. All right, Auburn, New Mexico State. New Mexico State. Wow. Okay. It's fun to say. Fun to say. Interesting. Kansas, Northeastern. Shout out Brian Urlacher. What is it? Kansas, Kansas Northeastern. Kansas. Okay, Kansas. All right. And then Iowa State, Ohio State. Iowa State. Okay. It's an anti-private uh, school showdown. Uh, Houston, Georgia State. Houston. You may have a problem. All right, Wofford, Seton Hall. Seton Hall. Whoa. All right, going with Flan there. Well, it's a, that's a classic college basketball score right there, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Kentucky, Abilene Christian. Kentucky. Even though the Abilene Christian coach is going to – okay, I don't want to spoil what's going to happen later on in the show. All right, uh, UNC versus Utah State. UNC. All right, uh, New Mexico State versus Kansas. Kansas. Wow, okay. Interesting. Wow. Iowa State versus Houston. Iowa State. All right. And then uh, Seton Hall versus Kentucky. Kentucky. I really want to say Seton Hall. <laughs> Kentucky, Iowa State. Kentucky. Okay. UNC, Kansas. UNC. That's good. This is, if, if this really turned out the way you had it, we would be spoiled to such great basketball for the Sweet 16 Elite Eight. And then the final four. Well, maybe not so much the final four, but you you get UNC versus Kansas, and then UNC versus Kentucky. Who wins UNC versus Kentucky? UNC, baby. Okay, I was gonna say uh, Kentucky versus Tennessee would have made that a much more compelling matchup. But UNC being the, I think being the stronger team there. Who wins against UNC and Kentucky? I said UNC. Oh, okay. And then UNC versus Gonzaga. Who do you have winning? Gonzaga. Oh, interesting. Okay, I have USC win or UNC winning. Against Gonzaga in the Final Four, Flan. Who's your final? Four, who's your national championship game again? Uh, Duke UNC. <laughs> He's just wrong. All right. Um, so yeah, Tim. We'll see how that lines up with our. Uh, oh wait, well, you don't want the championship pick in the final score? Okay. Yeah. Give us the final score. I didn't. We're going all oh, the way through, dude. Oh, I omitted that from ours. Yeah, you got to write down. Seventy-one sixty-nine. Write it down on your paper. Nice. Make sure sixty-nine's in there. Okay. See, you're the one who's writing it down. All right, Tim, what's your uh, what's your final score prediction? Who do I even have playing? Gonzaga UNC, and you have Gonzaga winning. Ah, uh, 2017 oh. rematch. 
Okay, so Gonzaga's going to win 93 to 86. 86. Okay, interesting. And what was your pick again, Flan? What was the score of yours? 71-69. 71-69. Mm. One of them just cost two, mo- two more dollars. All right, I am going to say UNC wins it 76. Gonzaga wins it. I mean, loses it. 76-75. Very close game. I think it'll be a close game. All right. Uh, so, yeah, Tim, we will check back in with your bracket uh, later. The next time we have you aboard, which will be next so episode. So many red marks. Uh, yeah. Well, highlighter for the ones that you that you won, and then a red X for the ones that you got wrong. That's how it goes, right? Uh, can I pick my highlighter color? Usually. Uh, highlighter yellow or highlighter yellow? Uh, highlighter blue, please. Okay, I'll see if I have it. Um, Highlighter, it is. No, yeah, no promises there. All right, Tim, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll uh, check back in with you on Sunday. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a wonderful night. See you, Tim. Bye, Tim. Bye, guys. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Loser, 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 loser. Winners and losers for episode. What are we at? Like 74 of the podcast. Almost at the full year mark. Yeah. Come so far in a year. We've grown so old. All right. Uh, let's start off. Uh, first winners or loser. Uh, NFL free agency. Uh, Randall Cobb is now a member of the Dallas Cowboys. Vontez Burfett is, or Burfett, or however you say his last name, dirty-ass Vontez, uh, is now a member of the Raiders playing with A.B., who he once tried to infamously take out. And then recently, uh, just happened today, Clay Matthews signing with the Rams. Uh, or I think that was yesterday. So the days they all mix together now. Plan, who's the winner and losers out of these out of this bunch? Are all three of them winners? Uh, I only Vontis Perfect's a winner. Loser. Uh, I like the Randall Cobb one and um, winner in Dallas though. I think I still think he's a good receiver and he's kind of he's been in the league for a while and he's had some injuries. What about Clay Matthews in Los Angeles? Uh, we'll see. Maybe a fresh start. He hasn't really been like the dominant. Question mark. He hasn't been like the dominant um, player he was four or five years ago, but yeah, he's still good. No, I, yeah. he's a leader. I think I think that locker room would could use a good leader because they're trash. Oh, okay. So well, I was gonna say well said up until that just that little extra salt that you threw on there. Just they're trash. All right. Next up on the winners losers list, T.J. Dillashaw. Has to drop the UFC bantamweight title after adverse finding in a drug test. He issued an apology via his notes app, screenshotted that, and then put it on his uh, on his Instagram. And Brett Okamoto screenshotted that and put that on his Twitter. So to all my fans, I wanted to be the first one to let you know that USADA and the NY New York State Athletic Commission have informed me of my adverse finding in a test taken after my last fight, the one that he lost to Cejudo. Uh, while words can't even begin to express how disappointed I am at this time, please know that I'm working with my team to understand. Okay, and that's public saving face because I got caught for a drug test. So, uh, unfortunate is issued a one-time suspension of $10,000 fine to DJ Dillashaw for violations relating to the use of a prohibited substance. And the State Athletic Commission had no other comment at this time. Winner or loser, Flan? Uh, loser! Loser! You can't get caught. Doing drugs. 
You shouldn't even be doing them to begin with, but you certainly... Drugs are bad. Certainly can't get caught doing them. Come on now. That's Rise so above the influence. So silly. So Say silly. no to drugs. Yeah. Or you just... Another possible option is if you should feel the need, at least you stay high, high above the influence. So... You know, because you're so high up that you're just above the influence. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Above everything. Uh, it could be a possibility. You just get it's it's there to be explored. Okay. Uh, next up on the winners losers list, were you a fan of Anchorman? I'm a big fan. Big fan of Anchorman. All right. So it's safe to say you might be watching a uh, a hockey game later. So Ron Burgundy is going to call an NHL game between the Los Angeles Kings. And the San Jose Sharks. Are you that much more interested now? No. Do I, ha- do I have your no. attention? No, you don't. No? Okay, why? Because I don't know what the hell goes on in hockey. You don't want to hear Ron Burgundy try and, uh, try and call No, the thing is, I like Will Ferrell in the movie, when he just does that whole bit outside off the like silver screen, it just seems like he's so just... You don't, so you don't listen to the Ron Burgundy podcast? No, I just think like he's just forcing it. it mm. doesn't, it's not as funny. Some parts of it are good. Like he'd, I, I listen to it just because, you know, I mean... Like You're I said, a big so podcast guy. Well, yeah, huge podcast guy. Um, podcast life, bro. Uh, so he's got he, the most recent one that they did, which is something that you should check out after this episode, of course, because now that you have the reference, um, he does it where he's trying to figure out. Well, he's going to drop a new one tonight, but he's trying to figure out a intro song, and it's just some, you know, it's just some of his improv uh, improvisations. Um, you could really tell, you know, Will Ferrell. He did it on Saturday Night Live for, for however many years, and he, and I mean, he honed the craft there. And mm-hmm. you got you can't lie. That's that that comedy helped on the silver screen. And I feel like if he's able to do it in an audio form and just kind of showing the range that he's got. But it says he's going to adjoin uh, the Fox Sports West broadcast of the game in the Staples Center, and his appearance will come at the start of the second period. So, interesting. You're going to say that's an L. L. All right, I'm going to say it's a win, so we'll go 50-50 there. Indecisive. All right, next up on the winners-losers list, the San Jose Sharks have clinched a playoff berth. Win. I was going to say, easy <laughs> win there. Uh, still, You have still yet to watch a Sharks game at all. Uh, I have yet to watch one start to finish, but again, you have yet to watch one at all. And we will have to be talking about them soon as the playoffs fast approach. I still won't watch so it. you got to do you got to go on to YouTube or something like that and just get the three minute the three minute highlights where they show you the one minute of action that happens in nah. each the one minute of decent montageable footage from the hockey games. You know I'm gonna watch my phone instead. Uh, it's a little <laughs> real bad. Real bad. Yeah. Sidetracked. That's what I was. Uh, I came out. Same. To, same I came to same. work out to the garage. I came out to the garage to you know get a quick little pump. Because uh, I got a, a poor man's Joe Rogan set up out here. But, uh, and on the TV on Fox Sports 1 was Christine Leahy, and she was doing Oof. her show. I forget what the show was called, but she was interviewing Lisa Ann. Ah. Immediately thought of you. Thank you. You're on favorite. Yeah, <laughs> you're favorite <laughs> auntie. All right. Uh, next up on the winner's loser's list, the Denver Nuggets have clinched a playoff berth. Switching over to basketball now. Uh, how many Nuggets games have you watched? Have you watched the Warriors play the Nuggets? Oh. I have. Yeah. What did you think of the Nuggets? Surprising. That's it? That's about all I got. Okay. I was going to say. What do you think of them? Altitude. Oh. Yeah. We play word association. Scared. Scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Conditioning. Oof. Cardio. Oh, now you're really scared. Blood cells. Yeah. All right. Fucked. Uh, 
Uh, now I'm thinking about Ryan Clark, who couldn't play in yeah. in Denver because of the That's why Tebow roasted y'all. Oh, uh, okay. So it was such an awkward time, man. My favorite college football player goes and beats my favorite football team. I was at a crossroads. I didn't know what to do with myself. I came out on the other side, though. I pulled, I pulled myself through. All right. Uh, next up on the winner's loser's list. The Phoenix Suns are meeting, just meeting. There's nothing really here. They're just kind of flirting around with the idea of uh, Jimmer for debt. Is he scoring like 40 points a game over in China? He's still balling out in China, man. They they love him, some, or he loves him some China. Maybe a fresh basketball. start with a new system. Some Chinese Basketball Association is what I was trying to say there. Maybe yeah. some for debt magic. I don't understand it because the Suns are just mathematic. For magic. They're el- absolutely eliminated. Um so the 30-year-old Fredette has averaged six points and are on 41.2% shooting in 235 career games for four NBA teams. Uh, I'm trying to see if what his uh, CBA stats are. Yeesh. Okay, not listing them in this Bleacher Report article. That's unfortunate. But, it's uh, yeah, he's not going to average 36 points a game for the Suns should Phoenix choose to sign him, but the T's didn't have uh, much to lose. Okay, so, yeah. Suns don't have much to lose. Trying to get a little bit of a ticket draw there. I guess it makes sense to sign Jimmer, see what he can do. But uh, I don't think this is the, by any means like the comeback tour for Jimmer for debt. I think this is a chance for him if he can if he can score something like if he goes on like a Linsanity type run, he could probably parlay that into a, a one year deal in the league to getting himself a full season of proving it. Right now, he's only going to have about twenty games, fifteen games or so to do it. So if he could do it in 15 games, I think that's enough for uh, teams, for other bad franchises to be like, look, we'll give you veterans minimum, and we want to see 82 more games of this. And if you could do it, then we'll sign you. I like it. Yeah. I don't know. Just speculation. Good idea, Jeff. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm still going to say that that's a, that's a win-lose right there. I'm not sure. That's 50-50. It's a All question right. mark. And then as we were talking about I, I hinted at it when we were talking about Tim filling out his bracket, the Abilene Christian – University men's basketball coach ripped his pants mm. celebrating their conference championship mm. game and uh, Spicy. at his press conference announced that he does not have another suit, so he will be forced, oh. forced to wear that suit uh, with the ripped pants on the sideline during their game. Was well, like some D3 school? He came in, not even get like 50 bucks to get some cheap suit? Uh, well, he said his bonus hasn't come in the mail yet because he doesn't get it till after April 1st. He won the conference tournament, so he gets a bonus check, so he could probably go buy uh, maybe a nice suit or two if he goes to men's warehouse. I believe you, if you're a head coach of a basketball, then you get paid decently no matter uh, what school. Abilene Christian, I don't know. And they're playing with uh, Kentucky, so I hope there's I hope there's oh, more incentives on it. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> maybe, maybe, you know. You're a 15 seed, too, not even 16 seed. You're a 15 what's, seed. This is going to be great imagery because they will have literally gotten their ass kicked Kick so hard that they might as well have tore uh, a hole in his suit pants. So nice, he's, he's nice. just getting it ready for Cal. He's just nice. saying, "Hey, you can insert your foot up, up my ass real easily because I have torn pants right now in this nice suit." Very fresh. Yeah. Okay. So a win, a win for integrity, but a loss because you're gonna because you're running into Kentucky. <laughs> so that's another fifty-fifty there. We got to get a little bit more definitive here. All right. Um, Last up on the winners losers list. I'm just gonna start out and say this guy's a winner. A better won a hundred and four thousand dollars on a twenty leg parlay after placing a twenty five dollar bet. 
What was the part I don't talk this about? This is my dream. <laughs> this is you put down you know measly twenty five bucks twenty team parlay. You know what? At the time, probably a little drunk, probably a little high. Whatever's your your uh, your your vice there. Uh, whatever it is, just bad. You're just prone to bad decision making. But somehow this one works out for you. All I'm saying is that this is a dream. Twenty games. That's insane. I'm gonna read this article to you real quick. Uh, $104,412.44 to a person who started on a simple, tw- simple, get out of here, 20-leg bet for $25. The better had a string of 20 straight parlay wins in various sporting events throughout the night. His night, oh, that was, this was all on March 8th. So whatever you were doing on March 8th, this guy was having a way better time. His run started with the Hornets defeated the Wizards 112-111 after Bradley Beal missed a last-second layup. Oh, see, <laughs> Bradley Beal should get a piece of the action there. Uh, the final win that led to the six-figure payout came after the Los Angeles Clippers beat Oklahoma City Thunder by a score of 118-110. Wow. Sheesh. Sheesh. That's, I mean, that's good. Would you rather hit on a 20-team parlay or would you rather win a uh, March Madness? Po- I, well, the March Madness thing is kind of stupid because ESPN gives you a million dollars. So I take that back. Yeah. This this I feel like is better though because this is just this is just a regular March a March night you're you're in the swells of your betting your gambling addiction and all of a sudden you hit on one hundred four thousand dollars and it validates every bad bet you've ever had before because <laughs> they all led you to that point to make you the better that you are today. Oh, that's insane. That guy's a winner for sure. Insanity. Winner for sure. All right, Flan. Uh, ready for the pop culture update? Yes, sir. Let's go. Are you are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. 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 But we're still gonna talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's on the news. That's why. In on my bad. All right, uh, Flan. Do you have anything that you want to start off the pop culture update with? Was yes. there a certain musical festival lineup that was dropped recently? Yes, I uh, recently the Lollapalooza lineup dropped. Lollapalooza. It's in Grant. It's like a it's a four day festival, which is Ooh. ridiculously long. Insane. How many stages? Um, I'm not sure how many stages. I think there's th- there's probably four or five. Oh, that's tough, bro. It's a tough music festival. But um, four days of. Raging sounds tiring and fun as hell, but you gotta train for that. No, I'm already trained for it. You really have to be on your game. I'm already trained for it. I do want a Chico State. Um, (laughs) Um, Subtle flex. Uh, yeah, so the headliners are I guess Tame and Paul is the headliners. They must be damn good if you're a headliner at both Coachella and Lollapalooza. Your blackout is my pregame. I went to Chico. That's what I think of when I hear somebody say something like that. Damn right, that sticker's on every damn refrigerator in in Chico. Wildcats, yeah. We party harder at our... I forget the thing, how the the line is, but it's like, we party... Like, we party... Our pregame is harder than your party. Flan, this tells me everything I need to know. You partied hard in Chico. Before you hurt yourself, I I get it. (laughs) Don't fuck with that. (laughs) Um, All right. Uh, so Lollapalooza got announced. Who are some of the acts? I'm sorry, I'm done making fun of you. Uh, Ariana Grande, Charles Gambino, Tame Impala, uh, Twenty One Pilots. Uh, those are the four I remember, but there's more too. Okay, it's good. Let me pull it up just for you. Please do. 
Okay. Um, I will give you the lineup. I'm very intrigued. I only um, want to know the names. I only want to know the James, first the James first two lines. The first two lines on the poster. That's all I care about. All right. First two lines. First two lines. I'll give you first four. Why are those names? Because there's there's they have eight headliners. Are they bigger than? Okay. So is the is the first four lines are that is that bigger than a size 14 font in Microsoft Office Word? Yes. Okay. Then go ahead. It's worthy enough of being read. Ariana Grande, mm. Childish Gambino, 21, okay. 21 Pilots. Mm. The Strokes, okay. Tame Impala, mm. Flume, the DJ, mm. Chainsmokers, mm. and J Balvin. Mm. And then you got Casey Musgraves, Lil Wayne, Janelle Monet, who's sick, Meek Mill, um, 21 Savage, Louis the Child, Lil Baby and Gunna, Griffin, Son Holo. Son Holo's actually, I saw him at Hard Summer 6. Sheck West, you want to hear some Mo Bamba? Um, I'm, we're past that. That was last summer, bro. That was last summer. Mo Bamba came and went, and then it was around for college football season because they wouldn't, they just wouldn't go away. But uh, no, I know how old I am now because I recognized maybe a couple of names in the first couple that you were throwing out there, and then everything else is just I nothing's registering. <laughs> Nothing is registering. I've crossed the threshold. I am old. I am old. I'm not old. I am embracing. I'll it. say I'm old when I start really, really, really losing hair. Out of touch. All right. Uh, next up on the pop culture update, did you see that Disney has commenced the takeover? Yes. If you want to watch any of those Marvel movies on Netflix, you'd better do it now because it's not going to be in there too much longer. No. Disney acquired so much of Fox. They got everything of Fox except for Fox Sports, Fox News. And they would never get a hold of Fox News. Fox News, uh, no, no, no. of course not. <laughs> uh, Fox News, Fox Sports, and there was one other uh, type of programming that didn't get taken. Out. It's all the Fox sh- the Fox channels, like the affiliates. So, uh, like how we have Fox Channel Two out here that plays like Simpsons and yeah. Family. Simpsons and Family Guy are now owned by Disney, but the channel Fox is now. Uh, is is still owned by them, so I have no idea where Disney is going to air that. Are they going to put them on ABC and then hope that people don't get? Well, offended? I think you're finally. I think you're going to get uh, Simpsons and Family Guy streaming on their because they're going to start a whole Disney yeah. streaming service, mm-hmm. and uh, you're going to get all that stuff on there too. They're just going to put those guys default onto the streaming services and just be like, all right, we could still have our clean ABC Disney brand and not have to compromise it with that stuff. Oh, I got another entertainment thing you didn't bring up. What ESPN got exclusive rights to the pay per view. Of UFC starting in April, so yes. if you if you buy pay per view, buy through ESPN for UFC in mm, April. Okay. So what does that mean for my ESPN Plus subscription? Am I still gonna be able to watch UFC fight nights on there? I don't think you can watch pay per view ones. You can watch the ones that are just strictly ESPN. F- UFC yeah, dude, fight it's so night. stupid. Uh, ESPN better do that where because I'm paying, I'll pay an extra dollar per month for ESPN Plus if you give me those pay per views for free on my devices. Cause that's what I really want. That's what that's what I'm Those after. Those are the big fights. Yeah, that's where they're putting out. They're starting to do that. Is the fight nights are a bunch of good prospects and interesting fights, but then they go these pay. They're going less pay per views, but they're stacking them, so they're gonna have more two championship belt plus pay per views. Yeah. And then there's always usually one pay per view a year where they decide, let fuck it, let's have four championship <laughs> fights on the main card, you know, and really make our money on this one. Um, okay. Anything else on the pop culture update for you? Now it's it. Jessica Simpson announces the birth oh, of her third that. child. Oh my goodness! I really don't care, but it popped up on the uh, the old Twitter entertainment section. Yeah, that's really all I got. 
I'm just so excited for college basketball, March Madness, man. Whew. I can't wait. I got a great feeling about my bracket. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I got a great feeling about my bracket. I'm going to send in about four of them to ESPN because there's a couple. There's a couple where I'm like, eh, I think an upset could happen, but I have you losing in the next round anyway, so I'm going to go with my gut here. But you know what? When I go on ESPN and I fill out my three, four, five, six brackets that I do, uh, I'll be having plenty of time to, to mull over those decisions. So I got to walk the dog. I'll fill out a couple brackets while I do it. You know? <laughs> So. What's the over/under on brackets filled by the end of the tournament for you? I only fill I fill them out at the start and then that's it, and then that's it. I don't fill them out as I go along. I'm willing to do the fill them out as I go along uh, for the show for the two rounds because you know in the name of content. But um, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think I'll, I'll. I'll fill out any. I'll fill out. I'll fill out a lot beforehand. That's my that's my thing is you got to fill out the brackets beforehand. You got to have every game covered. The worst though is you start filling out so many brackets that all of a sudden that one ten seven upset that you totally called on one bracket, you didn't call on your main bracket that's got you know the other six games that you correctly guessed on there already. So like I could go six and one on one bracket, but that one actually not you don't I don't really go six and one. No, I always finish the first round real rough. First round, first round, a couple. What ends up happening is those couple upsets that I have. This is probably the first bracket I feel that way. I don't, I don't have like some upset team going all the way to like the Elite Eight or Sweet Sixteen. Like usually, it, this one is like the first bracket I've ever filled out. It's like most. Wow, well, favorites. see, that's where you saw my 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 uh, tendency, my diehard right there, because it came back out with you. So you started playing the whole what? It, um, they, yeah, they get surprised. Maybe this team doesn't look. Oh, they can do. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah. And I see now the. 13 seed for you in the Elite Eight. Right, like Liberty, Michigan, or Mississippi State. Or you're State. just doing that because you just want to be known as that. When they, if they do make the Elite Eight, you're like, yeah, I knew they were going to make that That's what thing. I'm doing yeah. with Irvine right now. I'm riding You just Irvine shake your head, you're like, yeah, I'm the smartest eight. guy in the room. Pretty much. Uh, so, yeah. Well, like, and then they lose the first round, you look like the dumbest dude in the world. In the Liber room. Liberty, Mississippi State, right? I have Liberty winning, but I have them losing to Virginia Tech anyway. So, if Mississippi State should that, You're, you're going to be watching that game hard, aren't you? When what the game? The UC, UC Irvine. That's going to be a lot riding on oh, your bracket. I'm probably hit Friday. Two? A too, yeah. Oh lord! <laughs> yeah. Friday You're the only two. one watching the UC Irvine Kansas, Kansas State game. game. Go Ant Eaters! Uh, and then I have them beating Wisconsin and beating Virginia, and then finally losing to Tennessee. So this is the that'll be the one bracket where I see Tennessee coming out of it anyway. So I made the safe pick there, but I'm gonna have fun with Irvine. The and top half might get all screwed up for the you. Other, yeah, <laughs> the other three. Well, if it's the top half of just one bracket and the rest of it is looking good, Flan, that's like seven-eighths of the bracket. I'll take that. Keep telling yourself that I did the same thing last year. I ended up getting like one of the lowest scores in the entire group. One of my most one of my most memorable memories, uh, let's, let's sound really dumb, of the tournament is uh, I had a great bracket, right? First round was amazing. I, it was the year that Wichita State went to like the Elite Eight, like the first time they had their Cinderella story mm -hmm. run. And uh, so this is like four or five years ago, something like that. And I picked the first round damn near perfect. Second round comes, and I had uh, only lost, I only lost three games. But the three games I had were all teams that I had going to the final four mm -hmm. or something like that, because I was just on some different bracketology stuff. And one of the teams that ended up, and then uh, the rest of the tournament was looking somewhat promising. And then Wichita State had their little run there that kind of just ended up busting, you know, putting the nail in the coffin and the rest of busting my bracket. Hmm. I'd never, I'm glad they're not in the tournament this year because I don't trust them. I got a personal grudge against them. I don't care how good they think they are. So, all right. Uh, anything else to add, Flan? No, you're good.
good show. Good if, you're, show. if you're good, good you show. go. Good show. You think it was a good show? That was a great show. It stu- we, we started out real strong, and then we stumbled there towards the middle, and then and then we got our footing again towards the end here. So Recover from that for that one three-minute mark. Oh, man, that was real rough. I'm sorry. I apologize, but it was really just my brain working so fast that it almost hurt myself. Like, that's literally what happened there, okay? Uh-huh, sure. Getting up very early. I'm staying up late. It's not Makes good. Sense. I need to sleep. Totally. I need to get some sleep. I was I was bracketology. I was trying to I was busting breaking down brackets so I could get the best bracket possible. Sure. All right. Uh so yeah, we'll be paying attention to the first two rounds of the tournament. We'll see you on Sunday and uh, or Monday whenever you listen to us. Uh and then there'll probably be some I told you so, some ah oh, damn, I should have put that down. You know, I was thinking about it and I didn't, and then there'll be other ones where it's just, hey, hand up, I got that wrong. All right. So uh to the haters and losers, of which there are many. Go fuck yourself, eh? Until next time. Deuces. Barn out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get the rap shit back. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a floss, I'm a gloss, I'm a cop that easy. Run the spot for some chops, I'm about that greasy. Shorty coming to the spot, but no please don't tease me. I think she hang around the click trying to get on TV. I know I'm talked about a lot when I'm gone, don't see me. Trust the process, man, I'm going Joel and Beasy. I'm a boss like Rick Ross, I'm a go no keeper. Freestyling, got a wet, that's a LA leaker. Guess who's coming out your eardrum and your speaker? I met the parents and they impressed how I treat her. Bag on passenger side, sting Ray two seater. Randy Johnson with the flow got. Low got heated. They really do you bad when you lit. They really do you bad when you wit. I came in here sad, represent. I took a different nav, I'm a pit. I'm about to make it out of the pit. Why they bad? I'm a hit from the line here in Swiss. From my crown to the shin dick, now they a miss. When I'm gone, nigga, bitch, don't call, that's a tip. I'm about to walk around with my shit. I never heard it down to the dips. I'm always out of town for the glitz. 100 miles for the trip. From my style, that's a chip, yeah. Niggas at the house doing rips. Stoop kids, and we about to be next. I ain't have to rock a dad while the flex See the glam, you see flex I got diamonds and flesh, nigga Friends turn to sketch, niggas real fast Life can't prep you on, it's like a meal plan Shorty said to come through, but she still playing I got bills, nigga, too, that I'm still paying They really do you bad when you lit They really do you bad when you wit Came in here sad, represent. I took a different nav, I'm a pit.